Gleaning in the Fields of Israel Leviticus chapter 23 outlines the various feasts celebrated under the law, as well as events observed during that period. The feasts and events are broken down as follows. The Passover, verses 4 to 5. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, verses 6 to 8. The Sheaf of the First Fruits, verses 9 to 14. The Feast of Weeks, verses 15 to 21. The Feast of Trumpets, verse 23 to 25. The Day of Atonement, verse 26 to 32. And the Feast of Tabernacles, verses 33 to 44. Each of the feasts point forward to prophetic events, which have either happened or are about to happen. These events are, in fact, a prophetic timeline of the overall sequence of events culminating in the kingdom of God. For example, the Passover was fulfilled in the sacrifice of Christ, 1 Corinthians 5. The sheaf of the first fruits was also fulfilled in Christ, as we see in 1 Corinthians 15. And the Feast of Weeks was fulfilled at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. The fact that some of these events were fulfilled in the first century encourages us to believe that trumpets, atonement and tabernacles are yet to be fulfilled. The Feast of Trumpets describes the resurrection, such as we see in 1 Thessalonians 4. The Day of Atonement considers the forgiveness to Israel, as in Isaiah 59. The Feast of Tabernacles points to the Kingdom of God, when all nations will travel to Jerusalem, as in Zechariah 14. Inserted between Pentecost and trumpets is the law of gleaning in Leviticus 23 verse 22. This law had already been introduced in Leviticus 19 verse 9. So the question arises, why does the Spirit repeat it in this context? We should also point out that during the agricultural year, gleaning would normally occur before Pentecost and not after as described here. What is the significance? It is all part of the parable of the feasts and forms part of the timetable for God's redemptive work. So what event of significance occurs between Pentecost and the Feast of Trumpets? The answer is the times of the Gentiles, Luke 21 verse 24. As we consider this period, we will come to appreciate the appropriateness of why the Spirit inserted this detail at this point in the prophetic timescale. The word times used by the Lord in this verse is the word kairos and differs from the normal word chronos, meaning a space of time. Kairos refers to a period of opportunity. What the Lord is alluding to is a period when the opportunity would be extended to the Gentiles who would bring fruit unto Yahweh. This is in perfect harmony with what God promised to Abraham. In thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Israel enjoyed a privileged relationship with God, not because they deserved it, but because God had made promises to the fathers. Israel's response to this love was to kick against God and forsake him who made them, moving him to jealousy. They have moved me to jealousy with that which was not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. Consequently, God moved them to jealousy with those people which are not a people. Later, Isaiah wrote, I am sought of them that asked not for me, I am found of them that sought me not, that was not called by my name, in Isaiah 65. In Romans chapter 10, the Apostle Paul quotes from both Deuteronomy 32 and Isaiah 65. Though Israel demonstrated a zeal for God, it was based upon unacceptable terms. The nation established a righteousness of their own making, 
and rejected the righteousness of God. God's righteousness was achieved by faith and was not restricted to Jews only. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. As though anticipating the next question, Paul asks, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? In response, Paul says that the Gentiles had heard the gospel. God's word had gone into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Not only so, Paul continues, this was also anticipated by the prophets. And Israel had rejected it. It is evident that the times of the Gentiles were anticipated in this law of gleaning, and we can observe a very practical way in which this reveals itself through the Acts of the Apostles. During a period that God promised to fertilise the soil of Israel, the Jews responded by persecuting the Christians. However, by contrast, the believers were assisted by the Gentiles. Returning to Leviticus 23, the purpose for the law of gleaning was to benefit the poor and the stranger. In this statement, the principle recorded in Psalm 24 is applied. The earth is Yahweh's and the fullness thereof. The land was God's land, and Israel occupied the land as tenants. There were conditions that applied to God's tenancy, outlined in Leviticus 26. Tenancy depended upon faithfulness, which in turn would result in Yahweh's blessings. The law of gleaning provided an example of what to do with the blessings of God. As Israel was undeserving as a nation, so they must provide for the undeserving among them. The terms poor and stranger identified two groups of people, those who were primarily Jews, the poor of the land, the outcasts, and the strangers, again, those that primarily sojourned among them. A faithlessness would not only bring hardship on the unfaithful, but on the poor and the stranger who depended upon Israel. Yet where Israel failed, God would not fail. Notice the phrase, I am Yahweh, and this occurs twice in the chapter. Yet 45 times are from Leviticus 11, to Leviticus 26, only 69 times from Exodus to Deuteronomy. Israel had embraced God's name, therefore they were to act as God's children. However, God's declared purpose revealed in his name guaranteed he would care for the poor and for the stranger. What would happen should Israel become unfaithful? The answer is recorded in Leviticus 26. God would bring judgments upon Israel. The land would be made desolate. Israel would be scattered throughout the nations and the land would enjoy her Sabbaths. Under normal circumstances, when the land enjoyed her Sabbaths, it was left for the poor and the stranger. It should be noted that during a normal Sabbath year, faith was brought to the forefront. They were completely dependent upon God. The scriptures record that Israel was unfaithful they experienced the days of vengeance, they were led away captive into all nations, and the land became desolate during the times of the Gentiles. However, Isaiah reminds us that during this period of desolation, many children would be born, which would emerge from the Gentiles. Perhaps the most relevant incident to our present topic is the one recorded in Matthew chapter 15. The Lord Jesus Christ departed into Gentile territory, into the environs of Tyre and Sidon, where he was met by a Syrophoenician woman. She sought the healing power of the Lord for her daughter, but it was told that Jesus had come to the lost sheep of the house Israel, and that it is not meet to take the children's bread 
and to cast it to dogs. With remarkable insight, she responded by saying, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. In this response, a real faith is displayed. Earlier in the south, in the region of Galilee, Jesus had fed at least 5,000 Jews. A miracle indeed, but one which was lost on those in attendance. As it says in John 6, verse 66, As it says in John 6, verse 26, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. At that time, many departed from Jesus and walked no more with him. Was it unreasonable for this woman to receive what Israel had rejected? This was the kind of faith needed to glean in the fields of Israel. On another occasion, the Lord Jesus was in the house of a Pharisee and spoke a parable of a great supper. This is recorded in Luke chapter 14. Three groups of people were involved in the parable. There were those who were originally invited. Next, there were those in the streets and lanes of the city. Finally, there were those outside the city, in the highways and hedges. The first category made excuses. These were the Jewish leaders who represented the nation that had been invited into the covenant. The second group is described as the poor, the maimed and the blind. This category constituted those who the Pharisee had been told to invite, but hadn't. These were the publicans and sinners who were despised by the leaders. Many responded, but there was still room. And so the servants were directed to go beyond the city, into the highways and hedges. This group constituted the Gentiles, the strangers who would form part of my house. The work of the Lord Jesus was to preach the gospel to the poor. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 were baptised, but there was still room. Thus, God's word went to the Gentiles, those who were strangers from the covenants of promise. All this is a reminder of Ruth, a Gentile gleaning in the fields of Israel. She was both poor and a stranger. Boaz, the near kinsman, invited Ruth to glean in his fields, and in doing so said, Let fall also some handfuls of purpose for her. The Hebrew word purpose is shalal, meaning to drop or strip. Strong says by implication it means to plunder. It occurs 18 times, of which eight are translated spoil or spoiled. Ruth was taking advantage of what Israel had left behind. How beautifully this fits into the significance of gleaning in the fields of Israel. Paul develops this in his letter to the Romans. In chapter 11, I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid, but rather through their fall, salvation is come unto the Gentiles, for to provoke them to jealousy. Now if the fall of them be the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. The riches of the Gentiles have resulted from the diminishing of Israel. The Gentiles have spoiled Israel. We stand related to a Jewish hope, for salvation is of the Jews. We must glean in the fields of Israel and become the Israel of God. By this we are reminded of the privilege of our position before God. As James 2 verse 5 says, Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love?